0: Hey, this is Revel on the left coast in California. And this is Alyssa on the east coast in Maine. And you are listening to... Rockin' Radio. Rockin Radio. I love that music. I know, me too. One of the things I want to say before we get going into anything is, as we said before, that any resemblance to anyone living or dead is coincidental. It's purely coincidental. So don't take anything we say personally. It's not about you. Yeah,
1: we're just babbling. Yeah, the
0: babbling what? Oh, the other thing. uh, One of the things that's that's. I think should be addressed is why Alyssa might sound a little bit different than I do. I'm directly in the studio and she's actually calling in to the studio. Oh you're
1: right. So she's calling in
0: yeah, she's calling on the on the phone, so she's not going to be as clear as I am. I I thought you might want to hear that. If we were in the same room together, then she would be coming in as clear. Yeah. Okay, so today we want to talk about Oh, soaking nuts. Soaking nuts comes up a lot. What, what, what?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, somebody asked that question. Do they soak nuts? When do they soak them? Can they grind them after they soak them? You know, you <laughs> no, have... They want to know
0: if you can grind them before you soak them.
1: Oh, before. Okay. Well, let me give a quick – I can answer this question really quick. Um, I go over this in class. A lot of people always soak all of their nuts. Now, the thing is, certain nuts like almonds, sunflower seeds, sesame, uh, uh, pumpkin seeds – those are great nuts and seeds to sprout because they really do sprout. Other nuts like um, cashews, uh, macadamia nuts, pine nuts, they don't sprout. And for many years, there was a lot written where people people would always soak all of those, but they don't technically sprout. So you can still soak them, but most people will soak them to make different things like um, uh, different desserts, like if you're making the cheese, my cheesecake or if you're making my onion dip, which comes out really smooth and creamy, if you soak macadamia nuts and cashews, they become uh, even creamier before you blend them. Um, so the, the final result is just they're, they're not grainy or anything like that. They're just really smooth. Now, if you're going to grind nuts, you just want to grind them when they're before, you don't want to soak them. You can't soak them after they're ground.
0: Well, you can. <laughs> well, you can. It's going to be like a
1: big, Mush. you know, like cement mixture. It's not, it's not really going to do anything. So there's no, you don't need to soak them after you grind them.
0: No, if you're going to, if you want to grind them and you want to soak them, soak them first, yes. dry them. And you can just dry them on paper towels or something, or if you have a dehydrator, you can put yeah. them in a dehy- dehydrator and then
1: grind them. And then grind them. Because
0: yeah. what you're just going to get—just picture this: ground almonds soaked in water. Right. I mean, that—that that is not an, a No, it's not good flour or
1: something.
0: Yeah, you're not even going to get flour. You're just going to get mush. Like, you know, yeah. if you want flour, then yeah, soak first, dry them, then grind them. Yeah. Okay. The other thing: freezing bananas. Somebody oh, let came. me say
1: one more thing about okay. the nuts. Especially in my recipes, a lot of people will ask in my book, are all the nuts soaked? You don't really say, but I'll say them in certain recipes. But in certain recipes, I don't use soaked nuts because, for instance, my date nut torte, if you soak the walnuts, it's just going to fall apart between the walnuts and the raisins. It's not going to be heavy enough or thick enough. So that's why in a lot of the recipes, it's going to change the whole texture of the dish. So I don't always soak nuts and seeds. I most of the time will soak and sprout almonds and sunflower seeds and pumpkin seeds.
0: Now, I've never had a tail come out of my almonds when I soak them.
1: Yeah, you won't really see a tail like you will on most other sprouts, but sometimes there'll be a little tiny knob, like a little white tiny dot on top. Okay. So, and I'll just tell you really quick, too, because people get confused about sprouting almonds. Everything else, nuts, seeds, grains, you can soak for 8 to 15 hours. There's a whole sprouting chart in my book, Living on Live Food, as well, Um but you soak them for eight to 15 hours and then sprout them for a couple of days, which means you just take them out of the water and then rinse and drain them a few times a day. Now almonds, however, you soak for 24 to 48 hours in a big bowl of water on the counter, and then you drain it, fill it up with water again, and put them in your fridge. No,
0: I've never. So you soaked. don't really
1: have to. Good. Go uh So you don't really have to. It's not. It, they don't sprout the same way as other nuts and seeds. You just really are soaking them in water.
0: Now, I've never soaked mine for longer than 12.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I always say 24 to 48, but... um,
0: I can definitely taste a difference when I soak them for 12.
1: Yeah, really, because after, like, between 8 and 15 hours, that's when things... That's when the enzyme starts getting activated, so... Hmm. You know, as long as you do them for at least a day or two. I'm going to
0: try that one time. <laughs> one time, <laughs> I'll, try, I'll try that one time and soak them for two. You know, a couple of days, and then see see what yeah, happens. Yeah, if
1: there's a difference.
0: But I would change the water because the water tends to get a bit
1: icky. Yeah, if you're going to soak them for 48 hours, and change the water.
0: I will never soak them 48 hours.
1: Yeah, I, I never, may soak
0: them 24, maybe. Yeah,
1: I usually just leave them for like a day and then change the water <laughs> and put them in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> okay let, let's talk
0: about bananas uh somebody actually came up with one where they leave the the peel on the banana and i i was looking for that uh for whoever said that what do you mean they leave the peel on they they leave the peel on and then they throw it in the freezer how do they peel it when it comes out? That's the what I was trying to find out and they said it comes out perfectly because usually what you'll do is you'll put, leave the peel on, you pull it out, you can't get the thing off so you oh, let yeah. it thaw and you've got mush for a banana.
1: Yeah, I've never heard of that because it, it, it's almost impossible to get the skin off.
0: Yeah, somebody peel. had written about that, and I don't remember what they said they did, whether they just dipped it in warm water and then peeled it and it was still well, maybe hard. Maybe they, like,
1: blanched it after or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, the, that will free up, free up the, the peel, but yeah. <laughs> I, I, what I do when I freeze bananas is I wait until they're really ripe, and then peel them, and then stick them in a baggie, get yeah. the air out, roll up the bag, and throw them in the freezer. is yeah, that, is that your way? way. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. So, what else do we, are we talking about today? Oh, let's talk about retracing. We started talking about emotional stuff. Let's look at the physical stuff that happens when you change your food program. Sure. To start. Now, this this came up uh, as one of the topics. People don't really know what retracing is, so when you change your food program, as we had said in another show, is that emotional stuff will come up, but oftentimes physical stuff which you think you've gotten rid of will come up. Some dis-ease or some joint pain or something you thought you had eliminated. And when this stuff happens, people just go back. They say, well, why am I going through this? I might as well just go back to eating the way I, I
1: was. Yeah.
0: But I, I'm here to tell you, I went through some serious pain one time. When I I changed my food program, I woke up one morning, and I had pain in my ankles as though somebody had put a a sword in them. Mm. I could not walk. I had to roll off to bed and crawl on the floor until the pain subsided. Mm. That was the first day. Two or three days later, I went up into my knees, my Mm. hips, my elbows, my wrists, my hands. I was in dire pain every single morning. And when I worked on people, I'm also a body worker, and I was heavy, heavily doing body work at the time, my hands would go numb. Wow. And if you don't think I was scared.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that, that can be really
1: scary. Oh,
0: yeah. Some of these things can be really, really scary, And but I don't go to doctors. Mm-hmm. And so I trusted my body would heal itself and the pain in my ankles went, my knees, the longest time was my elbows and my wrists. That that probably took about two months before that stopped happening. Mm. I'd be laying in bed and I, I could feel my hands just going numb. Yeah. And when you use your hands to make a living, it's mm. it's scary. Yeah. But being a body worker, I was good at using my elbows, my knees, and anything else. If I, <laughs> you know, so that that wasn't too bad. But a lot of things like asthma—if you've had asthma and you think you've gotten over it—that'll come up.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. And and I tell people it's a detox and. You know, a lot of people say, um, especially we hear it on the board, and people will write all, I'm experiencing this and this and this, and people will answer and say, oh, it's just detox, it's just detox, and people will say, well, is, it, is everything just detox? But really, that is what happens when you go raw. I mean, you're cleaning out. Think of it as you're, you're completely cleaning out your body, your cells, your organs, you're detoxing, you're doing a full body cleanse with raw food, and All of that old stuff, that's what a detox is. All of your old ailments that you've been suppressing with either medication or just not letting them come up, um, not letting your body get rid of it, it's all stuck in your body still. That's what creates disease and illness. That's why people, sometimes you can eat lousy, you can not take care of yourself for the first 10, 20, 30, 40 years of your life, and that's why in older age people start feeling bad. Because we've just been suppressing all the natural pains and ailments and, and stuff that, you know, stuff that happens to us, we suppress it. And instead of letting it come out, and uh, that's when you start detoxing, You, that's what happens. It starts coming out of your body. And I had an old knee injury from lifting for years, and I did a fast. This was many, many years ago when I first got into raw food. And all of a sudden, on, like, the second or third day, my knee started throbbing. It felt like somebody was stabbing a knife into it. And it went away the next day, or it lasted for, like, a day or two. But it's amazing what will come up. And it, it's a weird feeling because you think, oh, I haven't had this problem, and, you know, this is an old injury. It, it's a strange thing.
0: It really is. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I've never had the pain in my joints, so I don't know where that came from. Mm. But it was some release of something. I, yeah. I, you know, and it's it's also a good lesson in patience because yeah. like the one Alyssa is saying that was a day but sometimes mine was at least oh, two months yeah sometimes it takes months yeah. yeah and so you know be patient if you can get through it and and one of the things i've always said too is get yourself a coach yeah and we'll be back in a moment You're listening to Rockin' Radio. If you have questions, comments, or something you'd like to throw into our blender, contact Alyssa or Revel at spillyourbeans at rockinradio.com. That's spillyourbeans, one word, at rockinradio.com. Hi, this is Revel and welcome back to Rockin' Radio. Um, one of the things I'm talking about right now is my teleclass, which is starting in May. It'll be starting the first week of May. It runs four Tuesdays. The fee is ninety nine dollars. With that you get a digital copy of my ebook. I think it's a digital copy. Anyway, it's an ebook. And um It's called Revolutionize Your Life in 30 Days or Less. And this is also available if you go to revelations.com. I'm also available for speaking and doing demonstrations. I speak about a lot of things. One of the things I talk about is uh, teen suicide and homicide as uh, somebody who was suicide for suicidal for approximately, I wasn't suicide, um, suicidal for approximately 40 years. This is something I talk about because I think a lot of children don't know, and actually adults don't know, that there are other choices, and one of those choices is choosing to be happy. And so we were talking about retracing and pain, and Alyssa was saying that it took one day for her with the knee, but and for me it took months. The thing to do is, I'm I'm suggesting, get yourself a coach, if you can afford it, and, and get somebody like Alyssa, well, I don't think you do, you don't do one-on-one coaching. Uh, you do? know,
1: I don't anymore, and we still have so many people writing every day to the office and calling and saying they want to do a consultation, but what I do now is I send them to my teachers. And if you call the office, we have tons of really good, there's, a few, uh, there's uh, quite a few people doing the level one, two, and three classes, but... Um, or actually the Level 1 and 2. I'm just teaching the Level 3 right now. But we have some really, really great teachers, really knowledgeable, and and we have about five or six doctors that are certified as well. So, you know, if you need a coach, um, you can just call the office or send us an email.
0: Okay. I I am certified through Alyssa. And Revel, too,
1: yeah. And one
0: one of the things, for people who are brand-new too raw, and that you don't know where to get started or how to get started. First of all, go to rawfoodtalk.com. But the other thing is, go to Alyssa's site and look at the raw teachers who are teaching raw food classes. You, I mean, the certification may not be of an interest to you, but that's all they're teaching you is the food.
1: Yeah, and yeah. so you want Level to do one that? it's all about the food.
0: Uh huh and what I work with is the mentally emotional physical aspects I don't talk about the food that much and so if you're looking for somebody to talk to about what's going on with you I and many others are available for talking about that So retracing and where did we want to go Detox. with this? Detox. Well
1: we were talking about how long it takes and that's another question people always ask me Revel is how long does it take And It's so funny because I always say, well, it really depends. There's really no way to tell. And they'll say, well, roughly how long. Do you want to know what I say?
0: Huh? You want to know what I say? What? It takes as long as it takes.
1: Yeah. And it is really no way to tell because sometimes it may take a day or two days or three days, which most of the time when people first start running, they get a little headache or they get a nauseous. They feel a little bloated. Um, Or if they're detoxing from coffee, it's a few days. But other people, it's weeks. Some people, it's months. I mean, I have really found that most people, the initial detox, when you first change over to raw food, isn't that drastic. But we've talked about this before. It really varies. There's no way to tell. Yeah, especially
0: if you're getting off cigarettes and or coffee. I've heard that a lot of people. I, I've this has not been my experience, but I've heard people get some severe migraines, headaches. If Let you me can tell you, st-
1: coffee is the worst thing to detox from. Is it's it worse than meat, chicken, or fish? Yep. Wow. It, and it's usually only a few days. That it does go by pretty quick. Um, but yeah, migraines and oh yeah, it's the one of the worst things people detox from.
0: What's interesting to me, too, though, is that people will detox from it. They'll go through that 72-hour period, which is about what it takes. I know what you're going to say. You know what I'm going to say. And then they go back to drinking the thing that caused the problem.
1: Yeah. Hello. Yeah, I know. I know. Wake up. I know. But I think that's how we keep ourselves, you know, people keep themselves um, in their old stories, like we've talked about in another another show. Yeah, Yeah.
0: and numbed out. and And numbed
1: out and not feeling, yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's a shame. And, and the thing is, what, what our bodies are showing us when we go through a detox, they're showing us that what you have been doing to yourself for the past however many years you've been alive is not good. And right. I would never have thought that cooked food was an issue. Mm-hmm. But when you go raw and you're raw for at least 30 days... Oh, yeah. No cooked food, mm-hmm. and then you eat something cooked, you mm-hmm. really
1: feel it. Well, that is why I tell people to go raw for thirty days. That's why my book and raw food talk, my raw food talk, is the thirty day challenge. I started that because I hope that people will continue past thirty days. But sometimes people will go raw and they'll go raw for a week, and then they'll have some uh, cooked food, and then they'll go raw for a few days, and then they'll have some cooked food. And you might feel better adding more fruits and vegetables to your diet, but after 30 days on a raw food diet, people see amazing results. I mean, forget about just weight loss, but amazing results physically and emotionally. And that's when you can really judge. If you do go off and choose to eat some cooked food, then you really feel the difference.
0: And what I would suggest, too, for people who are listening to this and who would like... I know a lot of people are going, oh, if I go raw, I'm going to have to experience
1: headaches. Right, You know right. what? It's
0: temporary.
1: It's temporary. And i got to be honest with you. Most people... I mean, I've worked with thousands and thousands of people. And um, uh, detox is a, a more of a scary word for most people than what most people go through. Uh-huh. And I'm not saying that some people don't go through heavy detox or... But really, the majority of people, it's really, it's a couple of days of maybe just bloating and a little bit of a headache, if even. I mean, some people don't really experience that, a detox. Uh, a lot of times, too, I think we talked about this before, sometimes you don't detox right away. You have to lose the weight first. If you've got a lot of weight to lose, sometimes you lose the weight first. Then six months, you start going through a little bit of a detox. You get the flu, and, you know, your, just body, your body's just cleaning out. So it's not always a big, major Detox, where you lay tied up in bed for weeks at a time, or anything like that.
0: No, and let, let me run something by the folks who are listening to. Not everybody who comes to this is, um, as a sad eater, meaning standard American diet. Yeah. Not everybody is eating meat and chicken and fish and stuff right. like that. But let me run something by you. There's mm-hmm. a book out called, the China, study, study, the China study, and if you read that it will really open your eyes to what you are doing, you're doing to yourself by eating a lot of animal protein or any animal protein.
1: Absolutely, especially dairy.
0: And you're, exactly. And if you read that, consider this. We were talking about the benefits of being sick or the benefits of, of your story. Consider how you will feel. Detox is nothing compared to what people go through with cancer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And other diseases. Yeah, um, having your your colon cut open and oh. part of it thrown away, um, going through chemotherapy, radiation, and and I, I hate to say this, but for many people, and I, I don't want you to, uh, uh, there's there's no way I can say this delicately. Mm. Yet. Now it is the story of many people, and i i 'm feeling twinges as I say this because i don 't know how to say this, so it doesn 't sound harsh,
1: yeah,
0: but they wear it as a badge of honor and yeah. there 's a fine line be saying between saying yes i I beat cancer i i I
1: took care of that that's i, I mean i i, I don 't know, know what I, you mean it's you're still in your story yeah sometimes it's 10 20 years ago you beat cancer which is amazing it's incredible i mean congratulations you know that's that's unbelievable but what's your story now yeah move, move on yeah um, uh, are you a, are you a healthy person now yeah so let's not talk about how sick you were who are you today are you a healthy vibrant you know person
0: exactly and even if it's been recent yeah wow that's great and you can help others but what have you done to change your food prog- program what caused the cancer and um, don't tell me it's running in your family yeah because if it's running in your family you're probably doing the same thing your family was doing mm,
1: yeah. the same
0: food program the same attitude the same stress the same the same ideas yeah and one of the ways to eliminate stress, one of the things was funny. I did, I did an interview with Byron Katie, mm. and I asked her about past lives because I also did an interview with Dick Sutphin, which was really amazing. Mm. And I said, well, what about karma? <laughs> and she says, I put an end to karma. <laughs> and so one of the things I said earlier or in the last show was when you say something to yourself, ask yourself, is this true? And end the stress, you know, on whether it's about somebody else saying something to you or somebody doing something to you, something you create in your mind. Say, is this true? Yeah. And as we talked about earlier, who would you be without that story? Can yeah. you let it go?
1: What would it's happen? It's an amazing thing when you ask yourself that. A lot of people don't know the answer to that question. Who would you be without your story? No. And, and who, and, you know... You know, a, a funny thing about karma, I have a, a funny thing about that because... I like we talked about in the the last show. I believe you create your own reality one hundred percent. And if you believe that, it's kind of hard to believe. It not hard to believe in karma, but I, from, well, what I believe is that you create everything from your belief system. Mm-hmm. So people will say to me, "Well, do you believe in karma? Do you believe that karma is true?" Well, if you believe it to be. Yeah,
0: and see, I I, I don't use that word belief. Yeah. Because why? if if I believe something, then I create it, like you just said. Mm-hmm. And if I believe something runs in my family, you know mm-hmm. what I'm going to do? I'm going to create that. Oh, absolutely. And what uh I can't remember his name. Oh, Reverend Ike says, just because it runs in your family, you don't have to pick it up and run it, run with it. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I agree with that. Yeah. And so why don't you be the one, you know, why don't you be the one to change what's going on?
1: Yeah, change that belief system. For me it's a belief system.
0: Yeah, exactly. And we'll we'll have to come back in a moment. You're listening to Rockin' Radio. If you have questions, comments, or something you'd like to throw into our blender, contact Alyssa or Revel at spillyourbeans at rockinradio.com. That's spillyourbeans, one word, at rockinradio.com.
1: Alyssa, and you can go to my website at AlyssaCohen.com, and you can get my book, Living on Live Food, and my DVD, Living on Live Food. We also have tons of information on programs. We have the five-day certification program coming up in May and a 30-day Living Raw program, and that's happening in July and, uh, let's see, one in June, the end of June it starts into July, and then one in August into September, and that's a really exciting program.
0: And just for people who are listening for the, to this on podcasts, because this will be around for a long, long time, this is 2007 we're talking. Yep. I have to remember that because pe- people will listen to this for two right. or three years to come, if not
1: longer. Right, right, so, so what is it? Are we in April? I don't even know. Oh uh, yeah, we're well, in April. 2007, <laughs> I'm lying. I have a question for you, Alyssa.
0: Sir sure. Can people really, really make money? I know you're making money doing raw. <laughs> a lot of people um, are making money doing raw, but how, how, how can somebody get started with that I know they take your classes and then where? Where do we go?
1: Yeah, I think there's a ton of ways to make money with raw food. Uh, but I've set up what I've done, Revel, is I've set up a certification. It's a five day certification program where people can come. People are really passionate about raw food. Some people make great raw food. They want to teach it, and they just don't know where to start. They don't have a business already set up. They don't know how to create a website, and it takes a lot of time and a lot of work. As you know, you can have a website, but if nobody's finding it, you can have a website for years, and it's not going to get you anywhere. So what I've done is I've set up a program where people come to the teacher training, They get trained in how to make food, how to do... That's the level one. It's all about the food. Level two is all about the food and how to stay raw, how to deal with whether it's family members going out to eat, how to really live this lifestyle. And I've set it up so that the teachers, my teachers who come and get trained with me for the level three, are also... I have Elaine, who is an amazing co-teacher, and she teaches people how to teach from the heart. And these, we teach people... <clears throat> excuse me, too much talking today. We teach people how to go out and start a raw food business and it's all set up for you. You can go and do whatever you want after you take these trainings. But if you want to, if you don't want to reinvent the wheel, we have you can get a website, an Alyssa Cohen website, and you'll be listed on my teacher <clears throat> excuse me. My teacher locator page where people go to my website which gets thousands of hits a day. And they click on their um, their area, and all the different teachers come up. So just taking a sip of water. <clears throat> We've been talking too long. Yeah, I think you
0: had something to eat before, too. I and it's just hanging around in your throat. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've done that before going on the show, and it's just like, people think, what, are you sick? I know. I, know <clears this.
1: throat> I made my mock tuna, mm-hmm. and I feel like the nuts are stuck in my throat. Um, Do you want me to talk? <laughs> yes, <Yeah,
0: go ahead. laughs> well, I. Well, I, I'm going to let Lisa clear her throat and, and swallow. And I took her class, and it's it's phenomenal. Mm. But what happens is then you've got your name up there as a teacher on the site, and people who are looking for raw food teachers can go to her site and find somebody in their area, mm-hmm. or go on to rawfoodtalk.com and ask, and people will say, Well, why don't you go to her site? Yeah. <laughs> but the other thing is, too, and, and this is something I think people need to know as well, Lissa. Yeah. You will get referrals from that site. Because her, her whole thing, her, her site, it's, it's very, very, very active. She gets hundreds of emails a day. Oh,
1: absolutely. I mean, we, we get, you're, you're listed on the teacher locator page, but people always write us and call us, and we refer people. I'm not doing consultations or, you know, seminars or anything like that anymore right now. So we send people all over the country, all over the world. I have teachers in, uh, oh, God, Greece and Spain and Europe and all over. Um, and we send people all all over to all the, the teachers. And we also, I redid the Raw Food Talk homepage where there's a button on the left-hand side and it says um, on there, find a teacher in your location. And that site gets thousands of hits a day as well. So so there there's tons a huge potential to make a lot of money doing this some of our teachers are just doing a lot of level two classes and really creating a whole business around this
0: well my next question is once they do this should they just sit around and expect all these people to contact them for a class
1: (laughs) no and that's that's the thing i mean you're going to get sites you're going to get hits from my sites but the people who are really doing this, and some people are just doing it part-time or they have kids and they just want to teach the level one class once in a while, and that's great. I mean, their classes are filling up, but if you really want to do this, you've got to do the work as well. We're going to send you a lot of people. You're listed on the teacher locator page, but go out and hang up flyers. Get out in your community. Put the word out, and if you really want to create a business around doing this, you have to do the work. Right. It's and- not a multi-level marketing thing, so... We just give you an opportunity to get a good head start and put everything in place.
0: And also to learn how easy it is to make the food.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah to learn how easy it is to make the food and also uh, again, we teach you how to go out and be a good, uh, a really good teacher, and teach from your heart, and have that experience, and and really show you that you can make a living doing this.
0: And before I even went to Alyssa's class, I've been doing raw foods off and on for around six, seven years. I started teaching at community colleges.
1: Oh yeah, we give you, we talk about that class too. One of the whole one day is not the entire day, but a good portion of the day. Many hours are spent on marketing, and uh, it's spent on the business portion of um, how to do this and how to set up your business and where to go and do classes and how to get ideas, things like that.
0: Yeah, so one of the things to do is to set up a after you take the class and the certification and everything because she tells you how to make the money, how much to charge, etc, yeah. etc. She gives you an affiliation so you can mm-hmm. make money when people buy from, from her site but the thing is you want to be aware of, you can go to a community college and you can talk about RAW. Now I started dragging everything over. I I set up some things I was going to make and I was going to do this whole thing at the school. Mm -hmm. Invariably, I would forget something. And (laughs) one time I went there, and the food processor, my food processor, which never doesn't work, didn't work. (laughs) And lucky for me, at the school, they had a cheap little food processor that did the job. Yeah. But my point is, go to do some of these things. If you want to really start building a business, doing raw foods or Mm -hmm. teaching any kind of food thing at all. Go to the community colleges. You can Google that and um, just community college in whatever area you're in. Get up the list, call them, find out when they have their evening classes or their adult classes. Mm -hmm. Go through the parks and recs, same thing. And Mm -hmm. what I found was I did not want to drag my stuff to these places. Some people are okay with that. It's just like when I was doing body work. I would not go out of my house. Some people are good with carrying the table, not me. Yeah, so go there and you can do a demonstration. And then you take something for, uh, my, my demonstration ended up being just talking about it. I sit up two hours just talking mm-hmm. about raw food because I didn't want to drag anything.
1: Yeah. And well, you know, when I first started Revel, I used to do that. I used to go places and talk. And then, like you're saying, you don't want to drag everything with you. Mm-hmm. I just started doing it at people's homes. People would say, Oh, I'm really interested. And I would say, OK, get a bunch of people together. Or, you know, I would go into a place. Home parties.
0: Home parties.
1: Yeah, I loved that because it's so personal. I, I still teach. Te- that's why I teach out of a bed and breakfast and not out of a big hotel room. I've just never, it's not me. I've never, it's so impersonal.
0: Well, what I would do is, okay, so let's look at it this way. So mm-hmm. you go, and what I did was uh, I got tired of dragging the stuff, so I went to um community college, and mm-hmm. I did a, like, raw food 101, and I made sure people knew this is not a demo, mm-hmm. but I would bring... Uh, stuff I had made, like uh, Alyssa's torts, mm, or some of the yeah. fudge. I mean, this yeah. really gets the women; they love it. Yeah. And mm, then yeah. I would, t- I would do. It would be a question and answer for two hours. Yeah. And the first time I went, I said, "Oh my God, what am I? What am I crazy?" I'm <laughs> yeah, not
1: afraid to do with question and answer because it's so much easier than just standing up and having to give a uh, a speech.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and and just start with some if people don't start asking then you just say well one question i get asked is and then right. like, where do you get your protein your, your favorite question yeah and but,
1: that, this is the thing you know people don't know how to start i mean they want to do it they know they love the food they know they love people and they know they love they want to teach and they know they make great food they don't know how to turn people on and they don't Really know how to go about it and put their personality out into the world and make money with it And that's what we teach in the five-day.
0: Yeah, so then after you once you get these people excited mm. Then you set up your classes yeah. Or you no, know, you set up your classes ahead of time so that they have you know You say do you now this do you want to learn how to do this? Yeah, so you take up. set up your one and two level classes,
1: you know, that's how that yeah, that's so true Revel. That's what I used to do years ago I would go places and just bring a ton of food. Mm-hmm. Even parties, I would just bring a ton of food and my cards. And then when people would say, "Well, how do you make this? What do you mean it took you two minutes? And what's in it?" And I would say, "Well, come to my seminar. There you and, go. Know, come to my level one or whatever." Right. right,
0: and I think that's a great idea: is to have somebody from the class yeah. choose to have it at her house. Oh, I've got five friends who'd love to learn this. Yeah. Okay, let's do it I at your house. Did that. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. time is up. Wow. All right. And this is Revel, and remember to always revel in life
1: and play with your food. And this is Alyssa, and remember that raw food, you don't have to change your life to eat raw food, but raw food will change your life. And
0: I'm thinking we're probably going to finish this discussion next, uh, in our next uh, radio show. What do you think? That would be great. Uh, Yeah, absolutely, abundance. Excellent. Abundance, making money, let's go for it. Okay. All righty, bye for now. Bye for now.